Hello. I'm going to talk today on tuning in to higher guidance. Some time ago I saw the movie, very old movie, I suppose many of you saw it years ago, The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. And I was struck by two things. First of all, the, the uh, obvious fact that uh, a person, if he's going to be genuine in anything that he wants to do, should work from his own vision and not just from the vision of others. He has to gain his understanding from within, not from without. But the other thing that struck me about that movie was that the uh, uh, hero in this movie didn't have any sense of higher guidance. He was working completely on a level of opinion. What I want to do, what I feel is right to do. And it became a very egocentric kind of thing where he didn't take into account other people's feelings or anything uh, to do with their realities. And I thought, well, that, that just completely undermines the validity of this theme. All based on ego, all based on selfishness, and worst of all, completely based on opinion. Now, there is an aspect within us that can give us right guidance as opposed to wrong guidance. And there are some people who have been great artists, let's say, who have thought that they were working purely from a level of what they wanted, but they were in fact in tune with a higher level of guidance. They were receiving something of intuition in the work that they did, and because they weren't aware enough, they thought it was their own minds giving it to them. But really, most people who have achieved great things have always known that that uh, inspiration that they received came from a higher source. We all have that potential within us, and we should all try to work more from and within that potential. The guidance that we're looking for is not a voice bellowing out of the clouds telling us to do so-and-so. It's some kind of certainty within ourselves that comes from that divine part of our nature and through which nature the infinite God is able to actually talk to us and tell us what we need to do. We all have that guidance and don't really know usually whether we're getting true guidance or just our own imagination. We don't know how to tune into it, in other words. And so the topic today has three aspects to it. One is that we have to go within. We have to be led and guided from within rather than just by the opinions and likes and dislikes and conditioned ways of looking at things that most people, unfortunately, live by. The second thing is that we have to get above the level of mere opinion. We have to recognize that there is a uh, level of truth that we can reach. And the third thing is how to tune into that level of truth, how to recognize it, how to be sensitive to that voice which speaks to us basically in silence. Now, the important thing is, first of all, to withdraw ourselves from just what seems reasonable or what other people think. It would be good when people get uh, very enthusiastic about things to sort of step back a little bit, because in their very enthusiasm, unless it's a calm and directed enthusiasm, if it's merely excitement, 
the probability is that they're going to be wrong to some degree or another anyway. So when people come to you all excited about something, that's a sure cue to you to sort of inwardly just withdraw a little bit. It doesn't mean that you have to be a wet blanket. You can enter into their enthusiasm on that level, but inwardly you should still feel, yes, but I want to know whether this is right or not, if it's a question of uh, real right or wrong and not let's go skiing or something. But even in such an episode as uh, somebody coming to you and saying, let's go to a party, let's go skiing, let's do so and so, it would be good always to keep a mental habit of sort of standing a little bit back from yourself and watching yourself. Don't get so involved in an emotional thing that that becomes your normal way of dealing with things, normal way of responding. Make it a habit that always, no matter what confronts you, check it with your inner self. Don't answer a person right away when he speaks to you. Just feel. I've found in my life that I've made lots of mistakes until I learned this, this uh, truth. I made lots of mistakes by simply speaking too quickly. Sometimes what I said was right, but it wasn't right for him. And this is the thing that you need to feel. Is it true? Is it right for him? Is it right for the circumstances we're talking about? Will it help matters? You need to f ask yourself these inner questions before you respond. And you'll find that this can become a mental habit where you're always sort of partly looking, watching, and uh, judging everything, relating everything back to the calmness within and feeling before you speak. You see, and a much more pernicious aspect of this than just a sort of emotional uh, enthusiasm is the power of reason, which can show us all sorts of reasons why something has to be so. And yet, time and again, in our lives and throughout history, reason has been proved to be wrong. Reason has made ma massive mistakes. Reason without guidance of intuition, without inner guidance, is just as, as prone to error as just emotions. So people can come to you and say, look, this makes sense, doesn't it? You can say, yes, it makes sense, but I need to feel it first. Become calm inwardly. Relate what you see to that inner feeling. Now then, uh, apart from uh, reason and uh, opinions and excitement, there is also the question of how do you tune into that inner feeling yourself? The answer to that is twofold. First of all, you need to become calm. You'll never get it if you're excited. You'll only get it in that moment of calmness. Now, mind you, that calmness can come like that. It isn't as if you have to uh, take a long time calming your mind. You have to get into that inner focus where you can just command that intuition to give you an answer, give you an inspiration, whatever it is, at will, in a moment. The next thing is that you will do it if you recognize that we have a superconscious as well as a subconscious. The subconscious is the lower part. It's that baggage we've brought up with us from the animal level in our evolution. It's that part that we've brought up to a conscious level from our, from our infancy and childhood, sort of trying to bring things to a conscious level so we can deal with them. But the conscious level, the rational mind, is not capable of dealing with things in a uh, clear or infallible way, where the superconscious mind is. 
The conscious mind sees things broken up. It analyzes. It sees things different from other things. It sees solutions different from problems, answers separate from questions, where the superconscious mind sees it all as a oneness. There is within everybody a superconscious level. You'll read in books and magazines and so on sometimes the advice to uh, let your subconscious solve the problem for you. Well, the subconscious doesn't solve it. What they are really meaning and don't understand it is that you let your superconscious solve it for you. You, you offer it to the inner peace, inner silence, and they think, well, that'll come when I go to sleep and I get answers. And many times things will come to you in sleep, but it won't be the subconscious giving it. It's the fact that your mind is calm enough so that the superconscious can come through and give it to you, even through the subconscious in your sleep state. I found, for example, that many of my melodies have come to me as I woke up in the morning. I dreamed them, and then there they are. Many answers that I've been looking for, I get in a dream, or I find on awaking. They just sort of, sort of given to me at that moment. But it doesn't come from the subconscious. It comes from the super. Now, the superconscious is above the conscious mind in a physical way. Just as the subconscious comes from the lower part of our body, from the back of our brain, the superconscious comes from the frontal lobe of the brain, from the physically upper part of our bodies. And this is to say then that whenever you want guidance in anything, first of all, calm your mind, meditate a little bit. It's very, very important for this process. Get very calm in meditation. And if you can feel some sort of a divine response, inner peace coming upon you, or, or uh, some sort of presence, much better. But in any case, in that calmness, and again, you don't have to take a long time doing it. Once you get the habit, you can do it like that. But you look upward physically with your eyes, much more important mentally, concentrating here at the point between the eyebrows and looking up mentally as well as just physically and offer your question for guidance up to that point. Then feel in your heart whatever response you get. Women are often more uh, intuitive than men in emotional things like uh, uh, human relationships and so on. Many times a man will want to go, for example, into partnership with somebody else and his wife says, I, don't, I just don't feel right about him. The man will say, well, you don't even know him. What are you talking about? And she'll say, well, I just there's something about him I don't like. And years later, it'll turn out that the man was a crook. Many women have this intuition where uh, human relations are concerned or where the feelings are, are, are touched because their feeling nature is uppermost, whereas the, in men, the reasoning nature is uppermost. And we find that men, in a similar way, will often be very intuitive where it comes to uh, things they have to do. Uh, they'll know uh, immediately how an organization will go if such and such a step is taken. They'll, it's, it's on a more impersonal level because in the male nature, the reason quality is uppermost and the feeling tends to be hidden. What we want to do is balance these two. We want to become equally men and women, equally male and female in a uh, consciousness sense. I'm not talking of sexuality. I'm talking of the balance of these two 
qualities that were given to us in order, through our association with one another, to develop that balance ultimately in ourselves. But both reason and feeling need to be kept in that calm state. In that way, feeling becomes joined to reason, and feeling is the intuitive quality, but when feeling becomes joined to that reason, you don't know why it feels right, but you know it is right, and uh, it will prove to be so. So then, if you want that guidance, offer it up to the higher quality of your nature. Remember another thing about the superconscious. It's solution-oriented. The conscious mind is problem-oriented. It sees things separate, and therefore it sees problems. The solution uh, orientation of the superconscious mind comes from seeing everything as a unity. And if you want to be in tune with the superconscious in your nature, you need also to think in a superconscious way. That means think in terms of solutions. Don't think in terms of problems. Uh, I noticed when I was counseling people on uh, trips in Italy, uh, well, it happens still, but they've heard me say this often enough now so that they come to me with a different attitude somewhat. But anyway, what I would say, I would offer them some uh, suggestion for a problem that they were facing in their lives. And their answer just about in, invariably, no matter how good the answer that I gave, their reply would always be, ma, è difficile. But it's difficult. And this became sort of a joke with me, and I think they'd begun to sort of uh, back off from answering like that. But the thing is, as long as you're thinking, but it's difficult, you're being problem conscious and you'll never get the answers. You've got to say rather, okay, I'll try. Okay, I'm sure there's an answer. If you look up to the superconscious, just knowing that there's an answer, knowing that that guidance can come to you, then it will. Another thing is that the superconscious, most people think that uh, the mystical state is a, a state of quiescence, of non-activity, uh, uh, non-productivity, not at all true. It's the quiet uh, state, that quiescence out of which all creativity can come. Like a, a line in a song of mine, without silence, where is song? Without night, where is dawn? We need that inner Seek silence out of which this great universe was produced. It's from that silence that your greatest creativity can flow. And so in that silence, remember that it's got to be a very creative, uh, positive state of consciousness. So know that that guidance will come to you and uh, go toward that guidance as if you had it already, even if it doesn't come. You will find yourself being directed more often in the action that proceeds from the silence, then you will find in the silence. That's why a prayer of Yogananda was, I will reason, I will will, I will act, but guide thou my reason, will, and activity to the right path in every action, in, in everything. And uh, you will see very often that even a wrong step is preferable to no step, as long as you're trying to tune in to that higher guidance and to be guided by that because that wrong step will at least <clears throat> start a flow of energy moving. And in that flow, then that guidance can come, because that guidance is active, even if it's silent. It's active, it, it's positive, it gener it's generative. And in the process of going with it, you often will get answers that you won't get if you just sit sort of 
waiting for it to happen. So reason will act, but always draw on that uh, inner guidance. The next thing is to realize that truth alone wins in the end. Anything that is false finally gets left away, even if for a long time people live according to that delusion. Don't be influenced by the fact that everybody else thinks one way. If your inner guidance goes the other way, then at least this can be your reality. You don't have to always relate to their realities, but always be guided not by what you want, not by what your opinion is, but always by the truth. Remember, you want to know what is. I found that uh, in a discussion, I may be very strong on some point, and others will come in with uh, other points, and I remain strong in mine as long as it makes sense to me. But then suddenly somebody will give an argument that uh, goes against what I've been thinking. And I immediately see that's true. I'll drop my idea like that. Why, why cling to it? It'll fail in the end anyway, if this other idea is right. So go with truth no matter whom it comes from. The crowd may be right and you may be wrong. Go with the truth. Don't worry about saving face. You'll have a great deal more face in the end if people understand your integrity, if they know that you will always be guided by what you really believe and not by uh, just mere likes and dislikes. So uh, another thing then is First of all, you pray, you meditate, you try to receive that guidance. If it doesn't come clearly, act it out. But then in the action, always listen inside. Always sort of feel, is this still right? Is it still wrong? There will be always one thing coming to you. If the, if the thing that you're doing or thinking isn't right, there will come a certain disharmony here in the heart. You'll just feel a certain nervousness, a certain restlessness. Watch that feeling. Remember that intuition is like a muscle. You have to use it. And the more you use it, the more it develops. But if you don't use it, then it will let you down in important moments of your life. So use it. And uh, if you ever feel that, don't go against that feeling. Sometimes your own feeling can be self-delusive. But by and large, the more you work with it, the more you'll find that when that feeling's wrong, don't do it no matter how urgent it may seem, no matter how many people are pressing you, don't do it. And if you feel it's right, they may want you to delay, don't, don't worry about it. Do it. Do it. Often you will find that in doing it at that moment, it will turn out to be the only time you could have done it and it was right for you. But to tune into higher guidance, remember that there's something much more in store for your understanding than what you can think. Uh, to arrive at your solutions. You have to receive your answers from God, from angels, whatever you want to say, but ultimately it comes down to your own higher nature because in any case, it's through that that the truth has to work. Your own higher nature, not just your thinking mind, in that stillness, you can get answers to any problem you may have. Joy to you.